nostalgia. The topic of today's episode. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture Problems. Apparently this will make you nostalgic for the times where we actually had an opening to the yeah, show I that know. was uh, appealing and really kind of sucked you into the episode. Well, I, I, we always want to try new methodologies. So I thought just saying that one word, like, I mean, if we titled the episode, it'll be nostalgia! Exclamation point. Or maybe a nostalgia period. Like, you know, or like, nostalgia biff pow bam like biff tannen yes like, sure back to the future i was thinking more i, I was thinking more of the the 60s batman tv I don't show think but they ever did biff <laughs> they, they might not have biff. i think there was no no pow wham zap maybe I, i'm gonna not, I, I'm, not I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to look this up <laughs> well uh, this is this is the confirmation bias we've talked about in the past because you're gonna google when did, how many times did they say Biff and Batman? And then somebody's <laughs> going to be like, oh, they said it all the time. You know, they're going to agree with it. Anyway. But, this- and you know what? Tying into this episode a little bit with nostalgia, we actually did a episode on yeah, confirmation yeah. bias. That is true. So that's nostalgic for us to recall that. It's really not that long ago, but. <laughs> that isn't. <laughs> you know, I feel like we've been doing this show for 100 years, but it's really more like less than zero. We, we haven't even hit a year yet. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's bad anyway uh nostalgia things that make you nostalgic what is nostalgia and is nostalgia overrated and i i i think the one of the reasons i want to talk about this is i recently had the not opportunity i recently watched the witches the old uh 1980s movie angelica houston it's a roll doll uh tale and I'm going to be directing a children's show of The Witches. And I thought, well, I'm going to watch the movie, get some ideas and thoughts, and um, consider whether or not, you know, these things are something I want to incorporate. And as I watched the movie, it was terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, it was it was good, but it was terrible at the same time. Like, it, it, had, it was a good story. They had some good elements to it. But it didn't age very well in, in many aspects. And I thought to myself, when I went into watching it, I thought, oh, yeah, the witches, yeah. And I held this nostalgia, and I was like, I remember watching it when I was a kid, and then there was this part, this part, this part, blah, blah, blah. And then it was, like, underwhelming when I saw it. And so I thought, would it have been better for me to just have, I don't know, thought about the witches see, instead of gotten in, involved with watching it again? Possibly, yeah. but, you know yeah. – I, I think that's fairly rare. Like I think like when when you do watch a show that you you'll, you'll have that that those times when you hate it, you know, thirty years after you first initially saw it and loved it and fell in love with it. But um, I, I know for a fact that you've had cases where you've revisited something that you love, like the Garbage Pail Kids movie. You love that movie, <laughs> and you still watch it like on a monthly basis just to kind of refresh. <laughs> I can't even. Can't even keep a straight face. I, uh, I, I actually talked. <laughs> you gonna make it there, Sparky? Biff. Uh, I'm <laughs> Which I did look it up, and that was one of yeah, the sound effects. You don't know what it was. I actually just talked to Sarah before we started filming this, and I told her about my experience with the witches. And I told her, I said, "The witches is my garbage pail kids." Like it, it didn't hold up very well. But it had great memories uh, for me, you know, and um, uh, I, I think that that's something that's commendable to be able to respect other people's nostalgia in a way. 
but that's the finicky thing about nostalgia. Your nostalgia is not my nostalgia. That, that's true. Period. And, and I, I hate to say this, but nostalgia is kind of like my kryptonite. Oh, yeah. I love things that I loved when I was younger, and it's hard for me to like see how poorly they've aged. You know, and there are those things that have aged really well. Like I remember running home every day after kindergarten to like try to get home in time to watch the '60s Batman on the Family Channel, and I would watch like the I would catch like the last 15 minutes, and it was like awesome and fantastic. But now you look at it and you're like, eh, you know, that hasn't aged that well. That's correct. but but it has, but but it still has its like people that love it and like embrace it and say that it's just like this paragon of pop culture and and i think in a lot of ways they're correct i just but it's still not that great it's sometimes better to remember yeah true remember those feelings that you had when you first saw it yeah another show i remember being great the Super Mario's oh, show, yeah, the yeah. Super Sunday or whatever that was show. The animated show. Do the Mario Twing! And they had the the wrestler guy playing Mario. It was yeah. great. It was good stuff. But was it? Was it really? Before I forget, side note. Do you happen to watch Downton Abbey? You, you know, ever see? Jess and I started watching it. Okay. Yes. Mr. Mr. Carson. Okay. Okay. He's like the curmudgeonly butler. Yep. Older guy. Very British. Um. Watching the witches. He's played by Jim Carter, and I was watching the witches, and he was in it as a very young man. He even looked taller, like he looked more handsome and rugged. And he is like a mouse runs up his pants. He takes his pants off, and he's flailing around on the floor with his boxers. A far cry from Mr. Carson on Downton Abbey. It ruined Mr. Carson for you, didn't it? it? No, it made him delicious. <laughs> like I was like, go Carson. No wonder you're such a curmudgeon. You, I mean, you're always having. You're to on. Like, you were in the witches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I oh, yeah. I meant he had to be a cook that was rat infested restaurant. You know, everybody like, had to start somewhere, Josh. That's true. So, um, I mean, you. Started, he went from a cook to a rat infested in a rat infested uh, restaurant to Mr. Carson to a downstairs <laughs> footman. Yes. Wow, that's a. He advanced. Oh boy, that's kind of typecasting, don't you think? That he was the help? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Anyway. Uh, nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, uh, nostalgia. If you had to pick the top three things right now, it could be anything. TV shows, movies, toys, games, video games, board games, anything. Three things that you, you're you going to go to a deserted island. Shot out right? of a cannon? Shot out of a cannon. Three things that you feel warm and fuzzy about. The G.I. Joe animated yeah. series from the oh, 80s. Okay. Um. The original Ghostbusters. Wow. Uh, and late 80s, 90s Marvel comic books. Okay, okay. I can, that's a pretty broad category. <laughs> I All of the comic books from those two decades. Every one of them. Well, we could, we could narrow it down to just X-Men comics from that era. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I remember... I'm going to I'm going to do two cartoons uh since you were able to do two whole decades. Uh, I'm going to do I'm going to do Ren and Stimpy and Ninja Turtles. Okay? All right. Those are right. two cartoons yeah. I liked. I'm going to do Legos. Just the remembrance of playing with Legos and stuff. Um and then I'm going to do four total. Monopoly. 
Okay, all right. But here's one that's nostalgia, but it's not even a good nostalgia, but it kind of is. You know those things that happen that you're you're like you look back on and you're like, "Oh, what a crazy thing that happened." Yeah. But in the moment, it's crap. Yeah. It's like it's terrifying uh, or it's infuriating, but then later you're like, "Oh, that was so funny." Uh Yeah. Dial-up modem sounds. <laughs> yeah. How like there's no I don't think there's a noise on the planet that's is more nostalgic than that. But it was terrible. I mean, waiting for the internet to kick up. It was like, you know, turning over an old engine of a Model T Ford. Yeah. You're like, come on, let's go. And sometimes it wouldn't connect and you had to listen to it all over again. And I Dial up internet. I had a... I, you know, I, you're nostalgic about it, though, because you hated it so much. That's true. Because it was so slow. But it's one of those like war stories where yes. you're like, ah, when I was a kid, I walked up hills both ways. When I was a kid, we had to wait ten seconds for the internet's. Like you know, we it could it was one of those things. We I, had to wait one hour for a ten second video to load. Yeah, well, videos. What are those fangled things? Like, I, I like one upping in that way. The old man one upping. Yes. Uh, I did have a uh a, a there's a rogue story about dial up internet. We we didn't really have a computer when I was younger. Uh, we had web TV. I don't know if you remember that. It was this box. Oh, yes, yes. TV, yeah, yep. And you could explore the internet. It was just a browser on that. And you would dial the little pre-programmed number they had in there. It would do the dial-up sound, and you would be connected to the internet. Um, so I would spend hours and hours and hours on the internet because it's the internet. Yeah. And you get lost in it. And imagine getting lost in it when it was that slow. You know yeah, Exactly, yeah. Uh, the only problem is that it reverted to a default number that was a long distance number. Oh no! So every hour that I was on there was a long distance per minute charge. Yeah. And so my mom gets a bill in the mail for like three thousand dollars or something for internet, and she's like, "What happened?" <laughs> like, yeah. It was supposed to be like ten, you know. Yeah. Bad. See, at the time, did you have to pay it? Terrible. Then? No, we uh, we were like. Why wouldn't you like set that to not happen? Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you have the default be um don't charge us three thousand dollars? Yes. If it doesn't connect to this number, don't do that. So they said, well, we'll correct this bill, but you can never do it again. Okay. Yeah, we Maybe won't. You should never do it yes, again. Yes. <laughs> like, how do I know? Uh, so that's one of those. Memories. That's one of those situations that I'm not nostalgic about, and that is businesses. <laughs> Totally screwing someone. Because how many people did they did they do that to that they just paid the bill? Oh, I'm sure. But, well, but then again, I wonder if when they ate that cost, it was really eating a cost. Because back then, like, bandwidth and speed, like, that was, I mean, it cost companies money to allocate yeah. those resources. So I wonder how much of that but you money would think, they just ate. You know, though, you know what, though? If I mean, you think about it. If they really were, like, going to be eating a large degree of that cost, yeah, yeah. you would think that they would be, like... They'd fight a little harder. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, we digress. Small town, you could raise a stink. Yeah, chain yourself yeah. to the yeah. the ISP building and be like, "Hell no, we won't go. Give us internet." Schmet, let let. Good one. <laughs> Shut up, Richard. <laughs> uh, Tommy boy. <laughs> Great. Absolutely. Hey, yes. Shut yes. up, Richard. Tommy Boy, I, I, that was just, I love Tommy Boy. That's a good movie. It's, it's a, it's just a, good. it's a movie that defines a place in time. 
in in our pop culture lexicon. Really? What? what <laughs> Not what really. Year was that? <laughs> I hey, think it came out in nineteen ninety four. Shut it. 1994, I believe. Shut it. was when I was like a fourth or fifth grader. Shut it. Love that you movie. I think I think it was 1994. Um, I, Wayne's World came out in I think 92. Okay. Uh, I mean that was that was when Tommy Boy 1995. Ah, that was yeah, close. And Wayne's World, you said 92. 92, I think. Okay, well we're gonna see here. It was at 92. But that was the that was the era that like SNL was just yeah. like cranking out yeah. like movie stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like comedy movie stars, you don't see that so much anymore. Well, I mean, like the last I, I big think, one was Will Ferrell. I think I think they were pumping out those movie stars earlier, yeah. up until that. Point. Oh, good point, good point. But then after that, it's like it was kind of you go there to die. Yeah, and I don't mean that in a, a terrible way. Like they've had a couple like Kristen Wiig or something like that. That's you know, stuff, you know like, who de- deserves to be bigger than he is is Bill Hader. Yeah. Oh shit! Which one's Bill I love Hader? Bill Hader. Is that, he played Vincent Price. He, uh, he's, is, is uh, Stefan. Oh, I'm thinking of who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Last Man on Earth. Who's that? Oh. that's a Wolf Wolf Arnett Forte Forte no, Forte, Forte. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking of him. So yeah, the other guy, I don't even know him. Don't even know who he yeah, exists. Yeah, he's underappreciated. I don't know about that. I, I think it's it's one of those like, um, you know, elephant burial grounds, burial grounds, which is kind of Lion King nostalgic, but. You know, people go to SNL now and they don't come back. Like Keenan and Kel, like <laughs> uh, like Keenan did. Or wait, no, it's, yeah, Keenan. Keenan Thompson yeah, will yeah, be Thompson, eighty years old like, and still be on SNL. To, uh, SNL, uh, and then he just stays there. Like, okay, okay. Well, yeah, you know what though? It's like uh, who was the guy that played Clinton and uh, um, he was on the show for like fifteen years. Oh. Uh, Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond, and, and he it's like was good. he just keeps coming back though because it's oh really? I, I well, don't watch he, uh, he, every, every <laughs> once in a while they'll bring him back to like play somebody, but um, he was on there for so long because hey, you know what? They're gonna keep paying me. Why? Why not? I don't he have did, to. I don't have to work that hard, and I can just play like the same characters. And he did a fabulous book. Yes, he did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a oh, he yeah. was, it was funny. Uh, we do, we we do need to do an SNL episode oh, yeah. and, and not sure. spend all our time talking about SNL here just because don't, there's so much you, ta- there's so much you can talk about don't Josh. you tell me how to run our show <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> have an opinion about the collective direction of this show <laughs> now are you are, are you ever blinded by nostalgia blinded by nostalgia uh, Speaking of nostalgia, like <laughs> yeah, uh, karaoke always seems like it's way a way better idea than it probably is. Oh, it just because I'm nostalgic good, yeah. for and karaoke is always good. <laughs> I, I uh... for those of you who don't know out there listening, uh, Josh and I first met at karaoke. That's true, and uh, um, we won't really <laughs> get into like how he threatened my brother's life and things like that <laughs> the week after we met at karaoke. But we went to karaoke for like a good. Couple years yeah, every uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I went every Friday for three and a half years. I missed twice. One of those times I was in New York. The other time I was in Vegas, and we did karaoke on the Strip that Friday in remembrance of being gone. So it was a big deal, and then it just kind of dropped. Never done karaoke again. Just kind of like fell off the face of the. You even won like some contests <laughs> and stuff. Right? That that shows you the quality <laughs> of karaoke. When which Josh I was a judge for. Sing. <laughs> Wins Josh wins, and yeah. I am considered an expert. That is true. We are. 
I think that that was rigged. I think that was foreshadowing of the show. You know, like, you know, I, I think people are going to think that we took the I took the prize money from that competition and bought the equipment, bought the for equipment this podcast. and then we became millionaires. They're going to want to cut. We sat on it and we sat on the money for like five, ten years. Yeah, that's true. Before we started the podcast. Music is nostalgic. Oh, absolutely. I, 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 I it, mean, people get music and they it, get brought back to those times. 80s music to me is like, uh, uh, well, I, that sounds like you hate it. Well, it's not. 80s was the golden decade, uh, Josh. I, uh, I hate, 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 hate. I'm a hating hater who hates. I'm a hate fecta of hate towards the 90s, 80s, 90s, like Molly Ringwald, Breakfast Club, <sighs> stuff like that. And so I always think How of those songs. How can you hate John Hughes movies? I don't even know who John Hughes is. But now I have someone to direct the hate to because now I know who's responsible for that. Okay. I just All cannot right. stand those movies. I can't. I can't. I cannot get it. I'm not like a big fan of like the Molly Ringwald movies either. But John Hughes did some good stuff. Was it because I think there Weird was a, Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Wasn't uh, there's a, a "Don't You Forget About Me" song or something? Don't, Don't you forget about me? His song is crappity crap. Like I just I can't get that's into it. Breakfast Club. Is that 80s or yeah, that's good. Yeah, Absolutely. late 80s, mid 80s? Late 80s. Yeah, I, oh, I don't know when geez. Breakfast Club came out. Maybe mid to late 80s. Uh, it's a big, half past it's a, never should have. It's kind of a big deal. That's when it came out. Half past the, never should have. Uh, Breakfast Club's kind of a big deal, Josh. John, just because it has breakfast in People it, love it everywhere. Like it. Whoa. <laughs> okay? That's not what it's about, John. Okay, Chubbs. You need to watch the movie. <laughs> I I watched it. It was terrible. Oh, look. Like, we're in detention. Uh, you need to really watch something. it. You need to really watch it. And then, what? There, what isn't there's a guy named Duck Chow? I, I don't know. Duck Man? I don't know. And then there's <laughs> a... And Duck sh- Man. Duck Great Man. show from the nineties. <laughs> did you ever watch that show? Uh, Duck, yes, I Duck did watch Man. Duck Man. Yes, who was Duck uh, Man? You know, obscure. Another show. Write it down. Obscure cartoons are obscure animated series. Duck Man, the critic. Yeah, the critic. I have the critic over on that shelf. <laughs> the I, critic I will watch is the critic. Fantastic, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to end this show right here so that John and I can watch the critic. A uh, critic is John phenomenal. Lovitz. Oh, oh. oh. That's the oh. ticket. Yes. John Lovitz is just—he's—he's he's a salt of the earth. He is. He's uh, a talented individual. Another SNL um, alum. Uh, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Did you ever see the movie, the John Lovitz movie, High School High? Uh, high school. It's familiar. Yeah. He t- uh, he t- It's him and Tia Carrere. They're. Teachers, uh, oh yeah, teachers, uh, like oh, an urban, uh, yeah. like oh, yeah. inner city oh, school. Yeah. That that <laughs> left my memory. That just completely exited my memory. I'm glad I brought it back. Before we get too far, who was the voice of Duckman? Oh, I should know this, but I don't. Jason Alexander. Yeah, oh, that, wow. Uh, I think Eric uh, Duckman. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that's his name. That's what it says. That that strikes a chord for me now. Yeah, Seinfeld, that's... another. <laughs> I, you know, this this episode isn't going to be long enough because we could just utter the names of things for a good two hours that <laughs> people should be nostalgic train. about. <laughs> doot, doot. W- Willy Wonka, Monopoly, Home Alone, <laughs> Laura Croft, Ren and Ju- Stimpy, South Jurassic Park, Park Jurassic <laughs> Park Two, The Lost World, Hook, Hannibal, Batman Returns, <laughs> Goldmember. 
Austin Powers. Planet of the Apes. I mean, we're just wa- we're just actually literally looking around uh, My Josh's room. <laughs> room down here. Like it's uh, what what things else are nostalgia? Uh, you know, I asked you the question about like if you're ever blinded by nostalgia. Oh, what did you mean? Like, do you ever like go in and like? You, like I've heard that you immediately think. Even if something looks terrible, you think, oh, you know what? It can't be that bad because it's that. For example, I'll give you I'll give you my best recent example. Okay. Loved the Smurfs growing up. I think yeah. the Smurfs, okay. like yep. from a con from from a concept standpoint, are phenomenal. Uh, so when they came out with the new Smurfs movie with like the people, I was like, oh, you know what? It looks terrible. I hate the fact that it's set in the real world with uh, cartoon characters. I'll give it a shot. I think it's probably going to be good was not as good as uh, I thought. Gave it another shot with Smurfs the Lost Village because it was 100% animated. I'm sure that was worse. I, I actually think it was yeah. good, but I don't know if it was actually good because I'm blinded by my love for the Smurfs. Uh, okay, here's the thing about the Smurfs. My favorite part of anything in the whole world is the villain. Um, and Gargamel was a great villain. Yeah, yeah, true. And so when the Smurfs came out, I saw an image of Hank Azaria, and I thought, he does not look like the Gargamel I remember. And I was upset. He was the best part of that movie, in my opinion. <laughs> he was he was great. I thought... He was I good think, as Gargamel. He I was. think Hank Azaria yeah. did a good... And, yeah. But he didn't look like him. Like, the nose was different, yeah. and things were a little off, but he did a really good See, job. like, and that's the thing that's so frustrating about those two movies is you could have just done Hank Azaria as Gargamel in the Smurfs universe. You didn't have to bring him into like the yeah. real world. Oh, yeah. Now, are you going to um, have a pissing contest with me on whether it's Azaria or No, Azaria? I'm not. Okay. You, you can do whatever said, you want. Okay, I just, tomato, tomato. So. Tomato, tomato, Josh. Um, I, I have been revisiting a lot of childhood nostalgia here, though, the last couple of weeks. Um, Jess and I have gotten Maggie started on watching Sesame Street, and I kind of hate it. Yeah, because of the new version, or you started watching? I hate. I hate how the new, like the new characters, have overshadowed the classic characters. Like Bird and Ernie are like non-existent. Uh, Big Bird is on like once a season. I, I I don't care about Abby and Rosita and Elmo is like basic basically runs the show and Grover's very rarely on the show if he's not super Grover. Yeah, but I think and this happens is an argument I've had before. If if something is done, Smurfs, okay, you didn't care for it, right? Wasn't that great? You didn't think it was that great? Oh, the, the live action ones weren't okay, as good. I actually I actually like the animated yeah. one. So a uh, live action one wasn't as good. But if that brings the Smurfs to a new generation, it doesn't matter if you like it. They're making it for the new generation. Lies. I don't think so. Why can't you make it for the new generation and stay true to the original vision? It's different. Okay, I liked... If you you need it to be different, make a different show. No, everything's a reboot. People recycle and reuse ideas over and over. And we've talked about this. Sometimes it's the first thing that you see. Or incorporate the new with the old. Okay. Uh, did you see, like, or hate the new Ninja Turtle movies? Uh, I actually liked them. I thought they were good as well. Yeah. I thought they were good. But they were truer to the originals. However, comma, 
not going to make any more of them. Yeah. Collectively, they were hated enough where they're not making enough money well, and think, they're not going to I think they were hated on. because of the, the way yeah. the turtles looked. No, the turtles are fine. No, no, but I, I think there were a In lot of people general, that I think there were a lot of people that hated how the turtles looked. They got yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady right though. I thought they were. I, I thought it was great. Uh, yeah, and, and that's the sad thing is like people like were so pissed when the first set of Turtles movies came out because they didn't. Use, the only like classic villain that they used was Shredder, uh, and people like gnashed their teeth and rang their hands for. 20 years about it and then we actually get what we wanted and then we don't support it and go to it in the theaters uh, i just I, I i don't think that i think that movie may have been more successful if they had done something more modern with it i i liked it because it was nostalgic for me but i think it's sad because a a new generation the turtles cartoons that are like nickelodeon yeah. i think they're very successful yeah that is working because they're doing something different uh, Even you know, animation but style, but they're still staying yeah. true to the core of the uh, of the characters. Uh, yeah, but there is a new there is a new Turtles cartoon that's coming out that people are actually pretty upset about. But it'll probably be uh, great because sure. kids suck and don't understand uh, uh, good uh, things. But no, 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 that's not it. <laughs> and and I'm all about you know not liking kids and all. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, but think about even animation style like Looney Tunes, the old Looney Tunes cartoons. They're okay. They're not my favorite. Yeah. It has a very distinct look and feel to it. Ren and Stimpy, Rockwell's Modern Life, yep. Odd Real Monsters, they had a very distinct look and feel to it. So that hand-drawn animation yeah. style, uh, yeah. The new cartoons have a very distinct look and feel to it that resonates with the new generation. And I don't think that that's bad. If you want to take something and update it to make it for the new generation, that's fine. I don't mind that you do that. I'm okay with it because I can still have my nostalgia of the old stuff. The, you know, and this is the ultimate like nostalgic comment that I'm going to make here, but I feel like the cartoons and stuff back then had a lot more depth than the cartoons do now. What? Eat <laughs> my butt! <laughs> uh, give me a cartoon, and okay, like, what was a favorite cartoon of yours? Well, I, I feel like no, 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 no. You give me a favorite cartoon. There was right now. there was character development in give the, me one. the GI Joe animated series. Oh, well, I don't watch crap shows. Which was whoa, whoa, <laughs> wow. Which which you know it was a glorified like commercial for the Hasbro toy line. Yeah, that's where they would introduce new characters and stuff yeah. that were new toys and stuff. However, comma there were a number of great character moments. They developed the characters on those shows. Uh, these these characters changed and morphed and and, and became different characters evolved into new people whereas like paw patrol those dogs are the same dogs every episode they don't change but there's not a sense like of continuity well but like, everything see, everything's disposable john i just uh, I, I just i don't know how to marshall's gonna learn the same lesson in episode one as he's gonna learn in episode 10 he needs to be reminded but here's the thing and i've never seen the paw patrol what is the age demographic that they're shooting for there? I don't know, five, four, five, yeah, four, five, four, five, five years old. Yeah. What was the age demographic for GI Joes? I watched it when I was like four or five. That doesn't mean that was what they were shooting for. The true. No, that doesn't mean that's what your parents should have let you watch. So, Paw Patrol and GI Joe are two different. Yeah, kinds of true. Things. They're different. I guess you would could say that they're different genres sure, of the sure. same it's medium. Apples comparing to seafood. Like okay. comparing apples to seafood, not apples to apples. 
let's do something other nostalgic because I don't want to just fight with you. I want to love with you. I want to love nostalgia with you. The Mask. Oh, Jim yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great I movie. Mean, Jim Carrey had a like he hot had, like, Cameron a Diaz nostalgia bomb. Jim yep, Carrey did. Yep. I mean, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura yep. Um, L- liar, 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 liar. Yep. Others as well. Yeah. Like, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. They're, 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 he had a good run there for about. Yeah. But Robin Williams is the same type of thing. Like, yeah. you have those actors that, like, just blew up for a. Right now, like, we're probably going to look back 15 years from now and, and be like, geez, did Chris Pratt have a great run there? Oh, yeah. He had a couple of years. Yeah. Harrison Ford back in the 80s yep. had, had a great, fantastic run. Jennifer Lawrence had an awesome run a couple of years ago. And now uh-huh. she. Yeah. Is yeah. awful and I don't yeah. like her. But Billy Barty, <laughs> <laughs> you ever look back and you're like, boy, that Billy Barty. He was in Masters of the Universe. He did. He was the old guy in Willow. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Billy. <laughs> How about Willow? He had a run there yeah, for a while. Yeah, Warwick Davis. Yeah. yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend. Well, I recommend the show Idiot Abroad. Carl Pinking Pilker Pilkington. Carl, British last name. Um, and he, it's a funny show where he travels the world. And he's kind of a schmuck. Uh, season one and two were just him roaming the world. Season three, Warwick Davis tags along with him. <laughs> it's kind of a random thing, but I'm like, okay. All right. I'll, th- I'll take it's, it. It's funny. It's really good. They put Carl in all these like really crappy motel rooms and Warwick in these suites. And it's just, it's a hoot. So uh, watch that. It's not as nostalgic because it's not that old, but it's kind of nostalgia. John, I've had a lot of fun reminiscing with you. <laughs> Going back down memory lane. Memory lane. Uh, we we could probably expand this into a part two. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think maybe we should do it uh, a la Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, where we just say as many you know words and bits of nostalgia in order in quick succession and then end the episode. Because that's almost what we did this time. We had a couple derailed conversations, but other than that, it was just uh-huh. – Nostalgia, 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 nostalgia. Nostalgia, that's what I said there. You said it really fast. Thanks. Nostalgia. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the episode we call Nostalgia. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Problems. We'll see you next time.